Welcome to Westport Road Baptist Church. We're delighted that you've joined us for today's message. Westport Road Baptist Church is located at the corner of Hurstbourne Lane and Westport Road in Louisville, Kentucky. If you have a Bible, please have it handy and prepare your hearts and minds as we enter God's Word. Have you noticed you only know the first stanza of a Christmas carol or the second and third? Thing? I don't know those words uh, as, you, as you get into it. Who here has finished their Christmas shopping? Anybody? Oh, man, that is impressive. That is impressive. Now the real one. Who has not finished their Christmas shopping? Okay, good luck to you. Good luck to you. I think Coles is 24 hours a day. I saw somebody on Facebook that said, why is Coles 24 hours a day? They don't sell tacos. You know what? You know what's going on there? But uh, Dawn and I, you know, we always have good intentions of getting presents to her family in Florida. My wife is from Florida. The problem is we just never quite mail them on time. And so they're always late. And so last year I said, this year they're not going to be late. I'm going to order everything on Amazon. We're going to ship it to your family. It's going to be great. And so we did, like 10 days before Christmas. I ordered it. You know, I had it there on Christmas Eve. Everything was fine. We had finally succeeded for the first time ever. And then on Christmas Eve, we came back from our later Christmas Eve service, pulled in the driveway, and I see all these boxes on the doorstep. All the presents we had sent to Florida, I had put our address on, and they just went right back to our house. So they were still later than even normal by the time we got them there. So Christmas can sometimes be stressful. Christmas can make you think sometimes, what is this really all about? And I want to take just a few moments on this Christmas Eve to talk about what is Christmas really all about. We're going to be over in Luke chapter 2, Luke chapter 2, and we're going to start with verse 8 of Luke chapter 2. Give you just a second to turn over to that. It says, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be to all people. Verse 10 there, three things that we're told. Good news, great joy, all people. So whatever this Christmas thing is about, it's about something that is good news. Now, what's good news? Good news is something that when you hear it, you think, wow, I'm really glad I heard that. I'm really glad someone told me that kind of thing. Good news is uh, the new entrance over here that we have from the lower lot. The new entrance is open this morning. That's good news. Now, the elevator's not working yet, uh, but there's stairs that get you up from the lower lot. And in three or four months, when the city finally inspects it, the elevator will be open uh, as well. But that's good news. It's good news to know you chose the right Christmas Eve service because it's going to rain at four and snow at six. So you all are the smart people. You know, that's good news. So whatever is going on with this Christmas thing, it's good news. But it's not just good news. It's great joy. Not just joy, but great joy. Something that should really excite you. Something that should really make you happy and stand out and cause you to celebrate. What are we talking about when we talk about great joy? 
I remember when my children were born, Alyssa and Andrew, this was pre-cell phone days. And for some of you, you've never lived in a pre-cell phone day. Uh, But this was pre-cell phone days. And so when Alyssa and Andrew were born, I remember going out in the hallway of the little hospital there in Virginia where we lived and getting on the, the telephone and using the little rotary phone to call people, collect of course, to tell them that my children had been born. It was great joy, and I wanted people to hear that great joy of what had happened at the birth of my children. So good news of great joy for all people. So whatever this Christmas thing is, it's for all people. Now, who are all people? It's everybody, everyone that lives upon the face of the earth. So let's really talk about what's it mean when it says all people. It means it doesn't matter what your skin color is. It is good news of great joy for you. It doesn't matter what your gender is. It's good news of great joy for you. It doesn't matter what your income level is, your culture, whether or not you're a good or bad person, a sinner or a saint. It doesn't matter what country you come from. It doesn't matter what religion you are. It doesn't matter even if you don't believe in God at all. It still happened for you. Good news of great joy. Everyone might not recognize it. Everyone might not see it. Everyone might not believe in it. But it still happened for everyone upon this planet. Good news, great joy for all people. So that tells us a little something about what Christmas is. We're not sure yet exactly all of the specifics. But one thing we know, it's good news. It should cause us great joy. And this good news and great joy is for every single person that lives upon this planet. So what is this good news of great joy? Let's keep reading in our scripture passage in verse 11. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, Christ the Lord. So we're told that the reason we have good news, great joy for all people is that a savior has been born. And then the angel emphasizes to the shepherd, this angel has been born to you. And so sometimes when we think about all people, it gets kind of muddled there. Okay, it's for everybody. But to the shepherds, he said, hey, it's for all people. But the Savior has also been born very particularly for you as an individual. So whatever is going on on this Christmas, there's a Savior that's come for you particular. Now, what do we mean by Savior? You only need a Savior if you need to be saved from something. Think of a lifeguard, a firefighter, a police officer, a soldier. Uh, Those are things, you know, we think we need a savior, people that come in and save us from something. The two or three weeks before Christmas around here on Westport Road in the Hirschburn Lane area, it is impossible to get up and down the streets. Anybody try to drive down Westport Road? So, you know, I would go home around five o'clock or so. Okay, four o'clock or so, I, I would go home, you know, whatever, you know. Uh, but the traffic would already be backed up up there at the paddock. I mean, it would almost be back to the church here. And, and the five minutes to Interstate 71, I live in Oldham County, the five minutes would take about 30 minutes. And then Dawn one day said, I put it into my map quest and it said, go Goose Creek up to Brownsboro. And she became my savior during Christmas because suddenly I could navigate and get through there. So a savior saves you from something in particular. So then the question becomes, okay, if that's what a savior is, what kind of a savior saves every single person on this planet 
from something if it's for all people. And so that's the next thing that we see. What's he really saving us from that would apply to every single person upon this earth? And it goes all the way back to the very beginning of the Bible in Genesis chapter 3, when Adam and Eve sinned in the Garden of Eden. And through their sin, two main things happened. I mean, there's a lot of uh, collateral damage through what happened there. But the two main things that happened is that sin enters into the world, and through sin, death enters into the world. And sin and death have come upon all people. doesn't matter who you are upon the face of this earth, you are a sinner. You have done things that are wrong. Two of the emotions that people have the most in life are guilt and regret. You look at your life and you feel guilty over the things you've done. You feel regret over the things you should have done that you didn't do. And those emotions stay with us of sin and guilt and regret that always seem to be there. We see all the problems of the world and all the troubles of the world. And they all go back to this idea that sin is in the world and people have chosen to do what they want to do instead of what God wants them to do. And because of that, we have wars and we have destroyed relationships and we have things like, like divorce and jealousy and anger. Uh, we have relationships that have been torn apart, countries that are fighting, people that are killing each other and stealing and cheating. And all of it goes back to people wanting their way over God's way. And so we try to correct this fatal flaw of sin by following the law and being a good person. And yet it doesn't work. Because no matter how hard you try to be a good person, you keep coming up short. And so what you're thinking you're using to draw you closer to God, I'm going to follow all the laws, all the rules, I'm going to be a good little boy or girl. You just keep messing up and suddenly you just feel guilty and you regret what's going on. Well, one of the reasons there's good news of great joy for all people is that Jesus did something about the sin problem. Christmas is about God sending a Savior who would save you from your sin. And the way Jesus did that is that he went to the cross, he was nailed to the cross, and he died on that cross for you individually, for the world in general, and he did it to take your sins away from you. So it's no longer what you do that makes you right with God. It's what Jesus did on the cross. His grace is what makes you right towards God, not your human efforts. He died in your place, taking your sins upon him. And so suddenly we begin to see that is good news of great joy for all people because my sins were dealt with because this baby became my savior. The second main thing that happened, though, is that death entered into the world. And with death came a, a long line of hurt and misery and heartache. There's not a person in this room that hasn't been touched by the curse of death that's come into this world. You've had family members, loved ones, good friends that, that have died. You felt the hurt and the pain of the loneliness and the separation that is there. Death through sin has left a mark that has been in this world and has truly caused pain after pain since the very beginning of time. You know, I think back at the people I've lost in my life, my mom, my dad, good friends, family members that have been there. And, and all of this would be totally hopeless and would be something that would just drag you down if you didn't know Christmas was about a Savior. A Savior who came to forgive us of our sins, but a Savior who not only died on the cross, rose from the grave, and because he rose from the grave, we will rise from the grave too. Let me read to you over in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 20 through 22. 
Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, and he became the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Since death came through a man, so the resurrection of the dead will come to a man. As in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive again. And so we now have this promise, not only of the forgiveness of sins, but of, of, of victory over death and eternal life. That there's going to be a reunion with your loved ones, a time that you'll be together with them again. A time when all of the curses of this world will be done away with. And it all happened because when that baby was born, he would one day become our savior through his death and sacrifice upon the cross. Now I told you about last year we tried to, to get the Christmas presents to Dawn's family on time. So this year we decided we're really going to get them to him on time. So we bought uh, our youngest nephew his Christmas present back in September. Uh, I saw, uh, it was on National Geographic, their, their Disney uh, Vacation Club members, and we, he's only four years old. We got him this cute little panda bear uh, uh, piece of luggage that, that, you know, you could pull and everything, and, and perfect size for a kid. We thought, oh, that's so cute. He's going to love this thing. Well, just because we bought it in September doesn't mean we mailed it in September, Okay. So Tuesday, we say, oh, we need to mail that thing we bought back in September, that piece of luggage. And so we go to the post office at 5 till 5 when the post office closes at 5. And they're, they're so excited to see us uh, when we get up there. Now, this luggage costs like 60 bucks. And they tell us it's going to cost 40 something dollars to mail it. And so Don looks at me and says, what do you want to do? And I said, what do I want to do? I said, uh, well, I guess I want to pay this because it's worth the sacrifice for them to get the present on time. And what you need to understand about Christmas is that for Christmas, it's all about being worth the sacrifice for your sins and for your death that you now have eternal life through Christ Jesus. Our scripture ends in a really interesting way. Uh, the, the shepherds were told by the angels, Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He's Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. So all that is happening here at Christmas is to God and his glory for what he's done. And then it ends with these words. Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. What happened on Christmas is that peace came to earth. Read the newspapers. Look at people in your life. Look at your own life and your anxiety and stress levels. And you'll see there's not a lot of peace on this earth. But at Christmas, peace came because there came a Savior who dealt with the things that were taking peace away from your life. Almost every single thing that takes peace away from your life has come about through sin and death and the fallen world and fallen planet we live in. And Jesus came to give us a peace in those times because God has goodwill towards all people. So you know at Christmas, it's your individual story. It's good news of great joy for you, but not just for you. Good news of great joy for all people. About 10 years ago, 12 years ago or something, uh, uh, you know, at a certain age, you've gotten every Christmas present you could get, you know, and things are nice and you're glad to get it. But, you know, uh, you know, it's just a, it's just another present at some point. 
And then one year, Dawn bought me a record player. Now, that might not seem like a big deal to you, but I hadn't had, this was pre-Spotify and Pandora and Apple and, and Amazon Music and things, you know. Uh, and so you had to literally have the, the hard copy in your hand if you were going to play something. I hadn't had a record player in over a decade. So I had all of these albums that I had bought with the Columbia Music Plan. Anybody remember the Columbia? Yeah. You pay one cent and you got 10 albums. Seriously. And you could cancel at any time. So I would pay one cent, get 10 albums, cancel, and then I would re-enroll and pay one cent and get 10 more albums. It was the greatest thing in history. And so I had like a hundred albums that I had never played in over a decade because our record player had gone to be with Jesus a long time ago. And then they started coming out with retro record players again. And so Dawn bought me one. Now on Christmas night, it's kind of a, a, a lull time. You know, the presents are open, the food's eaten, everybody's gone. And so I started grabbing all my old records out from under the, 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 uh, the, the floor of the, of the basement there, you know, and pulling them up. And I started playing these old records and I started to get a little emotional. Because this was the music I'd grown up with, but I hadn't heard it in a decade. And suddenly I'm just playing song after song. And it was just, it just reminded me of a good time and, and good things that had happened in my life. Well, we come to Christmas Eve. And I hope that in all of the rush, in all of the stress, in all of the pushing to get everything done over the next day and a half, that you reflect back. And you remember what Christmas is really about is good news of great joy for you and everyone because your Savior has been born. Let's have a prayer. Father, thank you for your love for us. Thank you for the gift of your Son on that Christmas morn. And Father, help us to live that good news of great joy in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you enjoyed today's lesson and that it spoke to you. If you have prayer needs or want more information about us, we invite you to stop by our website, mywrbc.org, and click on Contact. Please use the word podcast in the subject line. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Keyword, mywrbc. At Westport Road Baptist Church, we love God and love people. Please join us for Sunday morning service at either 9.30 a.m. or 11 a.m., We also have Sunday school for all ages during both service times. Thanks again for listening and join us next week for another message from God's Word.